Welcome to a new edition of the Famous Interviews with Joe Domino. On this episode, we talk with owner of BizGone Social and LinkedIn Ninja, Lorraine Duncan. She has over 30 years of in-the-trenches business experience running a family business with her husband. She knows how demanding it can be to own, manage, and market one's own business while trying to carve out some quality, personal, or family time. As a business coach, she knows how to get better results by doing less. She shows how to integrate social media into overall marketing to make a cost-effective, time efficient and custom designed to meet everyone's specific goals and objectives. Enjoy this interview. It's great to meet you. And I want to begin our conversation with living through the last three and a half years. How did you survive the pandemic and how did it change you? I survived the pandemic. I did get COVID in 2021 and it was really bad, but I didn't have to go to the hospital or anything. So going through that, but being a solo business owner, meaning that I had nobody working for me, I literally lost, first of all, I lost all my restaurant business that I had out in California. And then I lost, um, I lost even being a digital marketing agency. I lost a lot of business, how it made me different. And as a person too, so I'm going to answer in both senses, how that COVID and the pandemic and the last three years has made me as a person is to be more present. I lost some friends during um, the pandemic and it was very impersonal. I, there was a point where I just needed a hug and I was so tired of looking at the mess. And then in a business sense, I I hate to use the word pivot because it was a, a, a key word in during the pandemic, but I, I pivoted to actually hiring someone. And so if anything like this ever happens again, I'm fully taken care of and my business is fully taken care of. So that's basically how I survived the last three years. I just kept, you know, there's a book out there and I, I don't know who wrote it, you know, keep on going until it hurts. And I feel that it's kind of a wrong phrase. It's, it's keep on going even when it does hurt. Yeah. Yeah. So let's get to the essence of what you do for a living. I'm going to put you in front of a bunch of third graders. It's career day. One of the kids says, what do you do for a living? How do you answer that child? I spam the social media platforms with marketing, with little visual content that everybody can look at. And they want to say, I want to buy that. Right on. <laughs> no. So, <laughs> so that's not what I really do, though. Right. No, no, no I know. So. But but you're an expert. You're an expert in LinkedIn and you're you're helping people get to what they need to get. Yes. I help I basically I help brands get visible, you know, get known. I I love to take on a company and that like there's no awareness about them anywhere and then all of a sudden they wow, people saw me the other day. People know who I am. People are liking my content people people are signing on to be a customer with me those are the things that i like to hear uh, whatever venue i i use i try to make it very authentic in their voice just like i have a voice and you have a voice yeah so what did you want to be in the third grade what was your dream to grow up and become believe it or not this is the most silliest thing i wanted to be a police officer uh, so did i i watched chips i was a kid of the 80s i get it yeah, I, <laughs> yeah, and I, you know, it's it's funny because then it can't. What do police officers do? They help other people, 
And so that's what I wanted to do was just help other people. So I, I moved through the psychology courses in, in college, and then I was going to help everybody. And then I actually worked in a therapeutic milieu as um, in, in psychiatry, in a hospital, and in detox, too. So both of them were together and realized very quickly, oh, my gosh, this is not what I want to do when I grow up. Yeah, you know, and honestly, I say this every day. I still don't know what I want to be when I grow up. Yeah, but I'll let you know when I figure that out. I like it. So let's go back to where you were born and raised. How did these seeds get into you to help people and to and to, and to make them visible and to get into technology and what you're doing today? How did that happen? Yeah, my grandfather. He was a New York Fire Department chief, and he. You know, not when I wasn't born when this happened, but I have the story for this is that while he was moving up in the ranks in the fire department, World War II happened and he dropped everything to volunteer. And to me, that was the example of serving others. And, you know, military wasn't a big thing when I was growing up, but honestly, that would have been something I did if it was pushed upon me or if, you know, it was available and it was easy and I could rank easy as a woman, I would have done it. So who's been a hero for you? Who have you my admired? Grand- yeah. My grandfather. Yeah. yeah. My first book I wrote that the dedication went right to him. Wonderful. So let me ask you this. If you can meet one person alive on the planet right now, who would it be? You know, honestly, I would be me. Yeah. I, I don't want to be someone else. I mean, there's some qualities I admire. I admired, believe it or not, um, she just passed away recently, was Queen Elizabeth. Yeah. Um, I really did admire her because really she, you know, she really had no life. Um, but yeah. she did all the right things. And, and she went through, you know, even when she was unpopular, she was popular. So it was like, um, she had to make hard decisions and literally she had no life. Yeah. What's the best advice you've ever gotten? There's so many people that gave advice, but the best f- advice I've gotten, it wasn't really advice. It was more of a phrase. Somebody said to me, the definition of insanity is doing the same things over again and getting the same results. And that was said said to me at a, a very key time in my in starting my own business is because I was getting the same results and they weren't good. So I had to change my thinking and the way I thought. And to me, that was the best piece of advice ever. So every day you wake up, you have this motivation to 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 work and to excel and to help people. What is that for you? What is the inspiration that gets you up every day to become who you are? Yeah, I wake up and, you know, I have a whole system of, you know, how to get my I journal and I write and I do all that. I do exercise. And but one of the things that keeps me going is is, first of all, thanking God that I'm alive, that I'm I'm alive today. And one of the things I always say, so how am I going to make a difference today? I ask myself that question. How can I make a difference today? Whether it's if I'm doing client fulfillment, whether if I'm having lunch with a friend 
or whether I'm, you know, going to go out to dinner later on with my husband, whatever that is, I want to be the best person I possibly can be. What's been one of your best client success stories? Well, probably I, I have a client that I've had since I started my business and she had a death in the family. It was somebody, um, I think, I believe it was her father. And so she, I wasn't getting any content from her or whatever. And because I kind of, I try to match voice with marketing, their voice with marketing, I was able to keep it going until she was able to continue with feeding me information. Um, and, and, and what is it? It's over 13, 14 years that I've been working for the same client. So of all the things that you've done and accomplished, what are you the proudest of? Probably my book. I wrote a book a couple of years ago. It, it was my first little, it was a little book and I got it to number three. Um, and so I'm actually very proud of that because it just, it set me apart as being an expert in the field of social media and you know, that nope, it's really hard. Everybody says they're going to write a book, but they never do. Um, and I have another book in me. It's going to be a more personal book. I'm really excited about that too. So I think we're probably in the same neighborhood of being on the planet for the same amount of time. And we've seen a lot of changes. I mean, we've gotten to a point where we could have never seen that social media would be the force that it is now, whether it's through LinkedIn or a Facebook or a Twitter or whatever. What do you see happening in the next 10 years or so that's going to impact the way that you do business now? Because everything changes so much. Do you have a bead? Do you have a vision, an idea of where this might go? Yeah, you always, believe it or not, you have to have what's currently happening now, and then you have to know what may be coming out in the future, and that will set you apart from everybody else. So about two, three years ago, I got involved with using uh, something called AI, which is copy AI for me, it was, and now it's chat GPT. Yeah. And to be honest with you, that is moving so fast and it it is the next biggest thing, but there's more, there's more that to come. I don't, I don't, if I had a crystal ball, I wish I knew what the next thing was because I'd be a millionaire, yeah. but I don't, but I know it's going to be whatever it is. It's going to be AI related. Yeah. So let me ask you this. If you could get into a time machine and go back in time in human history and see any event with your own eyes, what would you love to have witnessed? I probably would have loved to be an Israelite um, leaving Egypt and seeing how God parted the Red Sea. Yeah. I, you know, I just thought of like walking through the, the that path through the Red Sea and getting to see all, first of all, somebody... God being as powerful as he is to be able to move the ocean like that or the sea like that, I should say. And then getting to see all the wildlife that was in the ocean. It would be like going to an aquarium. I think that would be really cool. Yeah. So everyone out there has a perception of you, family, friends, clients, colleagues, but you run the show. What's your perception of you? Who do you think you are? Well, I think I'm a I always call myself a gal from Norwalk, Connecticut, who's funny, humorous, and and just fun-loving. Very so, chill. Very chill. Yeah, totally. So if anyone wants to reach out to you, hire you, learn more about you, everything involving your world, where do they go? 
I'd love them to connect with me on LinkedIn. Okay. If it's business. So, you know, that's, you know, the LinkedIn URL. Look for Lorraine Duncan. I'll come right up because um, it says super LinkedIn ninja in the title. So it's like you're, I'm the only one that says that. And then if you want to, if you think that I'm a cool person and just want to connect, you can connect with me on Instagram, Bizguan Social, or, or Lorraine Duncan, either or. Excellent. Lorraine, thank you so much for your time, your story. Best of luck with everything. I appreciate it. Awesome. Thanks for tuning in to another famous interview with Joe Domino, where we cover the world of art, literature, business, spirituality, music, and more from around the globe. Our esteemed theme music was composed and produced by the great E.E. E. Pointer of Kansas City's River Cow Orchestra. If you want to hear more interviews, visit the Famous Interviews with Joe Domino channel on YouTube. You can also find us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Thanks again for listening, and until next time. Thank you.